Welcome back to the show, everyone. It's Dina Calmetti here and Susan Davis with Jesus 24-7. And today we have a breaking news worldwide report in regards to worldwide river drought, which is a judgment from God. Isn't that right, Susan? Right, Dina. Uh, that's exactly what we're seeing right now. This is unprecedented, Dina. It's a situation that the world has never witnessed in all of the existence of humankind that we know of. It's a new experience, but it's definitely judgment. Along with everything else that we report on regularly, this is definitely judgment from God. We're going to talk about this today. We're going to go into this segment And we're going to reveal all the ways there are droughts going on around the world in all, not all, but many of the major tributaries and waterways. When we go through the list of rivers and waterways, lakes, most people will recognize the names of these rivers, won't they, Dina? Yes, they will. They'll be very Uh, familiar to them. Oh, yeah. These are rivers that are, they provide agriculture, domestic, and industrial water to the regions that they flow through. And this is by far something like we've never witnessed before. And Dina, I I just want to make a comment that I've seen a little bit of talk about this on the major medias. I've seen a little discussion. They'll mention two or three rivers. But today on this special report that we're doing, we're going to talk about a large number of these that are not being mentioned, being overlooked by the major media. I don't know if this is intentional on their part, like they don't want to bring about people's attention to this, you know, they don't want to show that, yeah, that Bible that that people have heard of is actually coming to pass, you know, where God's judgment is coming and people need to get ready and they need to get ready quickly because honestly, this is a huge sign of the return of Jesus. What do you say, Dina, about that? Yes, it is. It's a very big, big, big sign because it leads into what the Bible talks about in the book of Revelation. It's going to lead to famine. It's going to lead to that lack of, you know, necessities that people need. And water is one of those. So yeah, this huge sign of him coming. Right. And you bring up a great point, because this is definitely going to lead to famine and it's going to lead to economic crises which are things that we see in the third seal after the church is removed in rapture and so wow the way these things are lining up is tremendous and you know there is no politician there is no country there's no you know any one single person or group that can fix what is happening now. This is a crisis on a level or a scale we have never witnessed before. And here at Jesus 24-7, we are, I think we're breaking this news because I'm not hearing this anywhere else, Dina, right now. No, neither am I. I also want to mention something. I want to say, well, you know, a lot of people will say, oh, this is climate change and, you know, the world is drying up. No, because likewise, if you go and look at some of our other reports and our Facebook called End Times Floods, you can see that there's flooding and extreme water 
in other parts of the world. At the same time, we see drought in other parts of the world. I mean, there's unbelievable amount of flooding going on all over the planet. And so how can there be both horrible, horrendous and horrible droughts at the same time there's horrible and horrendous flooding going on? The only answer to that, Dina, is God's judgment. I agree with you completely. God is doing this because if this were an outside problem, like if you could point your finger to something like climate change or something that they want to say to get around the God piece, okay? <laughs> you couldn't do it. You could not do it. If, if it was something going on that would cause drought, it would be drought worldwide. If it was something causing flood, it would be flooded worldwide. But no, we've got a balance going on between the two. And this is God. Only God can do something like this, Dina. Only God. And if I might add, before we get into this report, I just want to say that as you listen to this report, I want you to understand that this is God pulling out the red flags, giving you a sign, giving you a message to get ready to be watching and to be warning others, you know, please share this video and get it out to other people because time is short and this is a major thing going on on our planet. And I think the fact that the media is quiet about it speaks volumes about this message. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Dana? I think you're right because also, you know, um, there's no solution to it. No. It can only no. come from God. The solution is God, you know, he's the one that right. provides. So, yeah, so they, you know, they probably, you know, I don't know why they're not reporting on it. Like you said, maybe it's because they don't want to bring, uh, you know, the Bible relevance mm -hmm. or, you know, there's no solution to go with the report. Hey, you know, things are drying up. We have no idea what we're doing. You know? <laughs> right. And I think the other thing is, you know, they don't want people to start getting on their knees and repenting and focusing on the Lord. They don't want that. That totally goes against their, you know, general agenda and views. But you can't get around this. You cannot get around this. This is an act of God, just like, you know, the revelation talks about in the last days, these kinds of calamities would be going on. And here we are. We're witness to it. Well, with no further ado, I think we'll get right into this extraordinary report and let you see exactly what we have found out. Colorado River Basin is in a major drought, and that includes Colorado, Wyoming, Utah, New Mexico in the upper basin, California, Arizona, and Nevada in the lower basin. And Native American tribes hold rights to the water as well. And a 1944 treaty set aside another 1.5 million acre feet for Mexico. Okay, what I'm trying to say here is that whole region is drying up and there's like a water war or potential water war that's going to happen in the whole western region of the United States. What do you think, Dina? That's not good. No, it's not. That it's is not, not good at all. It's not 
good because let me give you just a summary of the problems that will happen if this continues on and it is continuing on and it's going to be you know this is the resources for water for households you know domestic households this is the resource for waters for agriculture and for industry too as far as like producing hydroelectric resources and that sort of thing and so we're going to get into this a little bit more and we're going to move on but that is a major major shift in the region and it's a sign from above and Dina's going to put up a lot of pictures here as we go through this list but this is unbelievable the next one on our list is Mississippi River and so this river borders or passes through the states of Minnesota Wisconsin Iowa Illinois Missouri Kentucky Tennessee Arkansas Mississippi and Louisiana and we are seeing a huge drought going on the river's drying up you know barges are unmovable it's just affecting people from many different angles and this is incredible okay so the next river drying up is the Yangtze and it's the longest river in Asia the third longest in the world and the longest in the world to flow entirely within one country which is China and so we're seeing this dry up and it is actually the seventh largest river by discharge volume in the world its drainage basin comprises one-fifth of the land area of china and is home to nearly one-third of the country's population but this drought is also affecting hydropower in china and this is incredible that all this is going on the next river that's in trouble is the Rhine River. It's the second largest river in Central and Western Europe, and it flows across Switzerland, Liechtenstein, Austria, Germany, and France, and into the Netherlands, where it empties into the North Sea. It is also causing vessels to be stranded along, you know, not able to move goods you know and other industry down the river this is i mean the pictures that we're getting are unprecedented right dina that's right yeah yeah it's pretty severe oh it's incredible i think one i think it was in italy the river or the lake in mm-hmm. italy there was actually a world war ii bomb that, <laughs> that was right. at the bottom of the river and they were able mm-hmm. to just pick it up i mean that's yeah. how bad it is oh and see here's the thing about all these rivers drying up we know that this is a big deal because it's uncovering villages it's uncovering ancient roman bridges it's uncovering ancient shipwrecks and world war ii nazi u-boats we've had a lot of bodies recovered yeah (laughs) in vegas i mean it's just oh brother this has been huge but let's take a look here's another one that's floundering is the amazon river which is in south america and it runs through peru colombia and brazil it's the largest river by discharge volume of water in the world and you know could be disputed the longest river system in the world in comparison to like the nile but they're seeing a major you know climate environment droughts along the amazon so we'll put up some pictures there we've got another river we can talk about is the nile it's the longest river in africa it's about 6650 kilometers or 4,130 miles long, and its drainage basin covers 11 countries, which include Democratic Republic of Congo, Tanzania, 
Burundi, Rwanda, Uganda, Kenya, Ethiopia, Eritrea, South Sudan, Republic of Sudan, and Egypt. So in particular, the Nile is the primary water source of Egypt, Sudan, South Sudan, and very important for Ethiopia. And it's an important economic river supporting agriculture and fishing. And now they're experiencing a water crisis with this thing. Boy, tell you, if this isn't biblical, people, I'm not really sure what is. But we got another river in trouble, and it is called the Indus River. It's a transboundary river of Asia and a trans-Himalayan river of South and Central Asia. It's about 1,940 miles, and it rises up in mountain springs northeast of Mount Kailash in western Tibet in China. It flows northwest through disputed region of Kashmir, India, or Pakistan, and it bends sharply to the left in Nanga, Parabat Massif. Now, this one is a primary source of fresh water for most of Pakistan. And that region has about 200 million people. And the waters from the Indus are drawn for household, industrial, and agricultural use. About 90% of agricultural activity in the arid country relies on Indus water. And now, It is really the lower Indus used to be home to many lush, diverse ecosystems and fisheries. But now, in the words of New York Times writer Stephen Solomon, the Indus is dribbling to a meager end. Its once fertile delta of rice paddies and fisheries are shriveled up. So like, wow. This is another one that's in trouble. Here's another river in major trouble, and it is Italy's Po River. And it has reported from a publication called Observatory that the waterway is suffering its worst drought since 1952. The drought has been exasperated by the lack of snow in the Alps, which would normally melt throughout the spring and summer, replenishing the water. And so this particular river, supplies water to the locals and food production and it is in trouble as well and you know you heard what i said it has to do with the lack of snow in the alps Mm -hmm. in part okay so let's take a look we got another river we've talked about before that is in trouble and that's the euphrates and it's drying up. Latest images show the waters of the Euphrates River have decreased significantly as a result of the water war waged by invading Turkish state against the people of North and East Syria. So it's taken a hit. And that's prophetic. That is prophetic. Exactly. It, yeah, it's supposed exactly. to happen in these end days, the Bible even. I'll try and find the verse. But yeah, it's supposed to dry up. And that's exactly what it's doing. Definitely, definitely. Tracking with the Bible. And we mentioned the Colorado River Basin, and out there in Utah is the Great Salt Lake, and it's drying out, threatening ecological economic disaster. It's a dust spot uncovered by erosion, as seen on a dried-out lake bed of Farmington Bay of the Great Salt Lake near Syracuse, Utah. Oh, they're really, I mean, they're saying, they're really saying that it's a mess And it's dropped to its lowest recorded level this month amid a two 
decade drought, and it's a grim milestone as researchers and politicians point to grave threats to wildlife and people along its receding shores, okay? And so I'm sure Dina has some great shots of that she can throw up there. Oh, boy, here is another one that a lot of people don't know of. This one is Bolivia's second largest lake. It's called the Pupo, and it has all but dried up. It's threatening the livelihood of fishing communities and spelling ecological disaster for hundreds of species. The Bolivian government is blaming dry weather spurred by El Nino and climate change, but that's not the whole story. Located in a shallow depression high in the Altiplano Mountains is southwest Bolivia. The lake has shrunk to just 2% of its former size, which was approximately 380 square miles. That's 1,000 square kilometers or about twice the size of Los Angeles, if you can picture that. And so, you know, I also want to mention, we talked about the Mississippi being in trouble. Another river that connects into Mississippi River that's also in a kind of drought is the Ohio River, which, you know, comes down there under Ohio And we're seeing that, we're seeing problems with that as well. And they're saying that they're looking at things that they can do, like dredging out these rivers. So I don't know. That's really fantastic. Okay, we've got another one, and I'm not sure I can pronounce this correctly, but it's the Loire River in Loire-Anse, France. And this river is famous for the hundreds of castles gracing its shores. But this year, even its flat-bottom tourist barges can barely navigate waters, greatly reduced by a record drought. Even some 100 kilometers from where the Loire empties into the Atlantic Ocean, sandbanks now stretch as far as the eye can see. Large islands connect to the shore and in places people can practically walk from one side of the river to the other and not to be outdone we're looking at the famous river danube is in severe drought which is impacting economies linked to that river they're having the most severe drought in centuries and it's caused serious damage to countries whose economies are strongly tied with the big central european river the Danube, and very low levels of water made the commercial navigation of river extremely difficult, adding further obstacles to trade sectors already affected by the war, the current war in Ukraine. And so the most critical points are in Romania, not far from the Delta and the port of Constanta. Edmund Sandru is a Danube grain transporter so yes it's impacting economies around there okay here is another river drying up it's the tigris drought has shrunken the water course that is crucial to the region's agriculture ecological awareness and remains low among iraq's general public so the twilight of the tigris they're calling it from the Times of Israel publication says Iraq's mighty river is drying up. And this is a report from Baghdad. It says it was the river that is said to have watered the biblical garden of Eden and helped give birth to civilization itself. But today the Tigris is drying. Human activity and climate change have choked its once mighty flow through Iraq where with its twin river, the Euphrates, it made Mesopotamia a cradle of civilization thousands of years ago. And Iraq may be oil-rich, but the country is plagued by poverty after 
decades of war and by droughts. So that is huge. That's a huge thing. And we've got another river here that is in Africa, the Nambia River. And Nambia's government has warned that the nation's water, energy, and food security is under threat because some of its main rivers have run dry due to drought and its upstream neighbors diverting supplies. As we speak, the Orange River has dried up. The Kunin River has no water. Cal Schlettwein, the water minister, told lawmakers in Windhoek, the capital on Thursday, our reliability on transboundary water is at serious risk. And where is this river positioned? It's between Namib and Kalahari Deserts. Nambia has sub-Saharan, Africa's most arid climate, and has unpredictable rainfall and high evaporation rates, resulting in water deficit. And so this country shares borders with Angola, Botswana, Zambia, and South Africa. That's who's being affected by this particular river drought. And moving along, we talked about that Colorado River Basin. And part of that are these two large lakes that are drying up. And one is Lake Mead, which water surface elevation has dropped over 143 feet. And while the Colorado River has been affected by previous droughts, a warming climate is predicted to alter the water cycle in new ways. And part of the problem is long-range climate predictions are for warmer winter weathers in the southwest, less snowpack in the Rocky Mountains, and less melted snow able to find its way into the Colorado River. And there's some NASA satellite pictures of this thing. It's dried up so much, Dina, that they've recovered six bodies in Lake Mead, okay? Oh, wow. Right, Now we're looking at Lake Powell, which is part of that whole Basin Colorado River grouping, and that's in California. And as the reports say, water levels are falling lower than thought possible at Glen Canyon Dam. Energy production could halt as soon as July 2023. Bob Martin The deputy power manager at the Glen Canyon Dam gestures at the band of whitish chalky residue running around the steep canyon walls towering above the Colorado River. And he's saying that's where the water level used to be, but it's fallen lower than even the lowest end of the scale thought possible when the dam was constructed. The miles-long bathtub ring bleached white by water over the years is a glaring symbol of the crisis unfolding at the Colorado River Basin, which is suffering its driest period for more than 12 centuries, okay? And the drought is shriveling up Lake Powell, and so millions are facing power crises in 2023 because of it. This is a huge problem, okay, for that region. And we've got some pictures that are just phenomenal of that situation. And it's a combination of, you know, a climate that is leading to droughts, but also overuse. You know, you take California and Nevada together and you've got an infrastructure that just, you know, water hungry people for everything you can think of from golf courses to casinos, you know, Mm -hmm. and that's where this water is disappearing. Okay, we've got another river that's in drought jeopardy, and that is the Rio Grande. It's one of the largest rivers in North America. It's a one 
1,885-mile river running from southwestern Colorado to the Gulf of Mexico. And it defines much of the border between Texas and Mexico, but the once lively river is looking less grand these days, thanks to heavy use on both sides of the border. And so it is in trouble as well. And that is not a good look. And so I also want to take a look real quick at we're talking about droughts. And so I want to mention Kenya because they're having a major drought there. Hundreds of elephants and zebras are dying as Kenya weathers drought. And they're endangered even, these animals. And they've died in uh, Kenyan wildlife preserves during East Africa's worst drought in decades. My heaven, Susan, that is a lot of drought all over the world. It's not just in one <laughs> place. Tell me. I know. It is. It's incredible. I mean... I have never seen anything like this in my entire life. Yeah, me neither. Me neither. I don't think the world, like you said in the beginning of the broadcast, I don't think the entire world has seen drought to this extent. You know, Jesus said himself that there would be tribulation that the world has never seen. And so this is right here is just a precursor of that. And just wanted to comment on prior reports we've done. We've seen flooding in desert regions where, you know, in Saudi Arabia, they've had flooding that looks like a lake and camels with water up to their necks. And then we've seen in places where they're normally quite wet, they're turning totally dry. And I'm thinking of Venice. Venice had lost all its water. All of its water went out to sea and the canals were completely dry. The boats couldn't even move. (laughs) I think this is God. I'm telling you, I really believe this is God sending a clear-cut message that people better get right with him, get focused on him and his message to watch and be ready. Now is the time to get right with Christ. Now is the time to repent of your sin, turn away from your sin, and turn to Jesus. You know, um, get your houses in order, clean your houses, forgive anybody that has offended you, and, you know, surrender them to Jesus. Surrender your life to Jesus. And, you know, we will be rescued. We, there, there is a rapture, and it's going to happen very soon. And so you don't want to be here for what's going to happen in Revelation. And in fact, um, I'd like to encourage you all to go over to our Revelation series, uh, Revelation for Beginners, and um, take a look at that. And I'll leave a link for you guys below this video. Well, right, Dina. Clearly, after seeing this report, if you aren't inching a little bit closer towards the edge of your seat looking for the Lord... I would be really shocked because this is a clear-cut sign that things in the world are no longer as they used to be. We are really heading towards a horrible, horrible disaster. And you don't want to be here for tribulation. You don't want to be here to see how that's going to play out. So, you know, as Dina said, and you said it rightly so, Dina, you need to get right with the Lord, repent, forgive, and pursue him with all your heart. And we really ask you to share this YouTube video, podcast, move it out to other people, make it known to other people that this is going on. This This is a major, major judgment from God 
for a world that has gone awry and is, you know, rejected God wholesale. And that's what we're seeing here. We're witnessing it. And uh, this is going to lead up to tribulation. And if you're right with the Lord, you won't be here for that. And that's the, the message we want to get out to people is do not hesitate in getting right with the Lord. Today is the day of your salvation. Right, Dina? Amen. Yes, indeed. And if you have any questions, we're here for you. You can shoot us an email or you can comment below. And you'll be able to find this video on here on YouTube and also on our playlist, Jesus 24-7, as well as our Rumble pages and also on Susan's YouTube. And it'll also be available on podcast. So Apple, Google, Anchor, and Spotify. And I'd like to send out a huge thank you for Susan for bringing all these headlines to us, these very detailed headlines, and to everybody that has tuned into this show. Thank you so much for watching. And finally, Susan, is there anything else you'd like to add? Well, just thanks to Dina also for uh, all of her hard work on these videos and projects in general. And big thank you to Rebecca out there. You know who you are for helping with the End Times Floods page on Facebook and the End Time News Report page. And Rebecca also prepared a PDF file with the list of these rivers that are drying up and tributaries. And we'll try to put it down here on this page as well or anybody wants that information. But please do share this information and get it out to everyone. All of that said, thank you again, everybody, for watching. Thank you, Susan. And we will talk to you soon. God bless.